What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, I'm jumping back into the STD series, and I'm going to be covering herpes. All right. So there are two types of the herpes simplex virus. The first one is known as HSV-1, and that is oral herpes. And the second type is HSV-2, which is genital herpes. HSV-1 most commonly causes sores around the mouth and lips, which you probably know as fever blisters or cold sores. HSV-1 is mainly transmitted by oral-to-oral contact, but it can also cause genital herpes. With HSV-2, the infected person may have sores around the genitals or rectum, and while sores may occur in other areas, these sores are usually found below the waist. Most oral and genital herpes infections are asymptomatic, which means that there's no symptoms being shown. Herpes infections are most contagious when symptoms are present, but can still be transmitted to others even if symptoms aren't noticeable. Both HSV-1 and 2 are lifelong, and there is currently no cure, but medications can ease symptoms and reduce the risk of infecting others. And obviously, condoms can help prevent the spread of genital herpes as well. According to the World Health Organization, an estimated 3.7 billion people globally under the age of 50 have HSV-1, and an estimated 491 million people worldwide from ages 15 to 49 have HSV-2. Okay, so what causes herpes infections and outbreaks? With HSV-1, it is often spread through skin-to-skin contact, so through kissing or sharing objects such as toothbrushes or eating utensils. But it can also be spread to your genital area during oral sex. Reoccurrences of HSV-1 are much less frequent than they are with HSV-2. Now, HSV-2 spreads primarily through sexual contact, but can also be spread through skin-to-skin contact. HSV-2 is very common and highly contagious, whether or not you have an open sore. Transmission commonly occurs from contact with an infected partner who doesn't have visible lesions and who may not know that they are even infected. After the initial infection, the virus lies dormant in your body and can reactivate several times a year. It is important to know that both HSV-1 and 2 can spread even if sores are not present. But because the virus dies quickly outside of the body, it's nearly impossible to get the infection through contact with toilets, towels, hugging, coughing, sneezing, or using any objects used by an infected person. Generally, each strain prefers to live on its favorite area, but it's totally possible for both herpes to infect either area. So, for example, you can get HSV-1 on your genitals if someone with a cold sore on their lips gives you oral sex, and you can get HSV-2 in your mouth if you give oral sex to someone with HSV-2 on their genitals. Okay, so what are the symptoms? Many people infected with HSV don't know that they have it because they either don't have any signs or symptoms or because their symptoms are so mild or potentially confused with other illnesses. With HSV-1, the initial infection is usually the worst. It may cause severe flu-like symptoms, including swollen lymph nodes and headaches. However, some people have no symptoms at all. During the initial infection, sores can occur on and around the lips and throughout the mouth. Recurring infections tend to be much milder, and the sores usually erupt on the edges of the lips. Some people never have any additional outbreaks beyond the initial infection. The following are the most common signs and symptoms of recurring HSV-1. Redness, swelling, pain, or itching may develop in the area where the infection will erupt. Painful, fluid-filled blisters may appear on the lips or under the nose. 
And the blisters can even leak fluid and then become sores, which will crust over and then eventually heal in four to six days, typically. Now, with HSV-2, the initial outbreak will appear an average of four days after contracting the virus, according to the CDC. During the initial outbreak, you may have flu-like symptoms, including swollen lymph nodes, a headache, muscle aches, and a fever. However, it can take as little as two days and as much as 12 days or more for symptoms to appear. Some other symptoms that you may experience are pain or itching in your genital area until the infection clears, small red bumps or tiny white blisters. These may appear a few days to a few weeks after the infection starts. And ulcers, which form when blisters rupture and ooze or bleed. The ulcers also can make it painful to urinate. And as far as placement of the blisters, you can get blisters on many areas of your body, including your penis, scrotum, vagina, and surrounding areas, the cervix, urethra, buttocks, anus, and thighs. Blisters may also appear in the mouth or on the lips, face, and anywhere else that came into contact with areas of infection. So ladies, if a guy is slapping his dick all around your face and has an outbreak, or guys, if you convince a girl to actually sit on your face and she has an outbreak, be careful because you can potentially get sores all over your face. I actually watched this TikTok a couple weeks ago and an esthetician was talking about an experience she had with a recent client and her client read somewhere that semen is good for skincare. So this girl was asking her boyfriend or husband, whoever, to ejaculate all over her face. And she eventually started to get all these crazy sores on her face. And she didn't know what it was. So she went to her esthetician and her esthetician got to the bottom of it because initially the girl wasn't transparent that she was having her boyfriend come all over her face. And the esthetician had to break it to her that she had herpes all over her face because it wasn't just hitting in certain areas. It was she was rubbing it into her entire face. So she had blisters and everything that she needed to obviously remedy. So, yeah. So just be careful with at-home skincare routines, especially if you are unaware if your partner has an outbreak or is positive for herpes. So sores will appear where the infection entered your body and you can spread the infection by touching a sore and then rubbing or scratching another area of your body, including your eyes as well. Now, because so many individuals infected with HSV are asymptomatic, something called asymptomatic shedding occurs, which is when the virus is present on the skin, but no visible symptoms develop. This is when the virus essentially sheds from the skin and can be spread to others. This is different than symptomatic shedding, which occurs when someone is infected with HSV and has a visible outbreak. The herpes virus is contagious in both situations, but it's virtually undetectable during asymptomatic shedding. Approximately 70% of people experience asymptomatic shedding of HSV-1 at least once a month, and many even shed the virus without symptoms more than six times per month. Asymptomatic HSV-2 shedding occurs with much greater frequency than previously believed. In people with asymptomatic HSV-2, shedding typically occurs 10% of the time compared to 20% among those with symptomatic infections. Women with HSV-2 can shed an average of 28% of the time, so women shed at a little bit of a higher rate. Data from many different studies indicate that the majority of herpes transmission events are not linked to contact or sexual activity during a known herpes outbreak. Instead, partners commonly spread infections as a result of 
unrealized asymptomatic shedding. Okay, how is herpes diagnosed? So your doctor typically diagnoses herpes based on a physical exam where they can visually see, obviously, sores and everything. And then they can use the results from certain lab tests, which include a viral culture. So this involves taking a tissue sample of the sores, a PCR test, which is used to copy your DNA from a blood sample, and the DNA is tested to establish the presence of HSV and determine which type of HSV you have. Have. And then you can do a standard blood test, which analyzes a sample of your blood for the presence of HSV antibodies and detects a past herpes infection. Now, as far as treatment goes, at this time, there is unfortunately no cure for HSV. There's no vaccination or anything like that. So once a person has the virus, it remains in the body. The virus lies inactive in the nerve cells until something triggers it to become active again. But there are treatments that can relieve the symptoms and medication can decrease pain related to an outbreak and can shorten healing time. They can also decrease the total number of outbreaks and also minimize the chance of transmitting herpes to someone else. Your doctor may recommend that you take medicine only when you have symptoms of an outbreak or that you can take a certain medication daily, even when you have no signs of an outbreak. Reoccurrences are common, but herpes is different for each person. The signs and symptoms may recur off and on for years. Some people experience numerous episodes each year. For many people, however, the outbreaks are less frequent as time passes. During a recurrence, shortly before sores appear, you may feel burning, tingling, or itching where the infection first entered your body, and you may experience pain in your lower back, buttocks, or legs. However, recurrences are generally less painful than the original outbreak, and sores generally heal more quickly. And as with anything, there can be complications associated with HSV that may include increasing your risk to transmitting or contracting other STDs or STIs, bladder problems, so in some cases the sores associated with genital herpes can cause inflammation around the urethra, which can potentially require the insertion of a catheter to drain your bladder. Meningitis can occur in rare instances, which is when the membranes and fluids surrounding your brain and spinal cord are inflamed. Rectal inflammation is another one. And newborn infection. So babies born to infected mothers can be exposed to the virus during the birthing process. So this can result in brain damage, blindness, or death for the newborn. Some people who contract genital herpes have concerns how it will impact their overall health, sex life, and relationships. The stigma around being infected with HSV can cause people to feel embarrassed and shameful, which can substantially interfere with a person's relationships. So this can cause a lot of mental health issues as well for people. So that's a whole different thing. But luckily, there's a lot of groups out there. And obviously, with so many people in the world who are infected with it, there's a lot of great resources and Facebook groups and resources to help you get through that. But it's very important to remember that while herpes is not curable, it is a manageable condition. So I briefly touched on newborn infection, but I wanted to discuss neonatal herpes. So neonatal herpes is one of the most serious complications of genital herpes. HSV2 can be passed from a mother to child during pregnancy or childbirth, but While neonatal herpes is a serious condition, it is also very rare. So less than 1% of babies born in the United States each year get neonatal herpes. Infants born to women who are shedding at delivery are at a much higher risk for developing neonatal herpes compared with women who have recurrent genital herpes. Some complications with neonatal herpes include blindness, deafness, seizures, low birth weight, 
Serious infections such as viral meningitis, recurrent sores on the skin, eyes, genitals, or mouth, organ damage, which includes liver, lungs, and heart. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode. I hope this clarified some things about herpes for you. As always, go follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My account is Dirty Blondes Pod. On TikTok, you can watch the mini series of me showing you how to use at-home STD kits if you are interested in staying on top of your testing but don't want to go to a doctor. I walk you through how to use a Nurex kit. So I show you how to do the blood sample and how to package everything back up because there is a urine sample involved as well. Also, go check out my friends at Promescent. There's a link in my Instagram bio to their website. They have a lot of great products to enhance your sex life, including condoms. So stock up on those. You can use the code DIRTY15 at checkout for 15% off your purchase. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Go get tested. And I'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Bye. 